This podcast is rated off for realness. Hello, everybody. My name is Basement Jan, the Basement Champion, along with Rich the Riz, the other half of the Basement Booker's podcast. And let that be your welcome to the Basement Booker's podcast. So, Rich. Ew. Are you excited to talk about pro wrestling this week, Rich the Riz? Yes. The two um, tremendous topics this week, I the, which I can't wait to dive into. But we got to wait. Briefly, we got to hit some headlines. Before we hit the headlines, I need to throw out a question to you, the Basement Bookerverse. If Cody Rhodes was not cleared to participate in the 2023 Royal Rumble match, who would you have booked to win and why? So that's to the YouTube comments section. Facebook Booker's Facebook page, um, Twitter, um, hashtag, if no Cody, I guess, whatever. I don't know. If no um, Cody, I like that. That's a great question. I just want to say because, like, as we discussed last week, he was only cleared that day. If if something happened during that, like, that hip toss uh, training or whatever that was, I don't remember what they called it last week, um, or if the doctor saw something, he's like, ah, you're not ready yet, you know? That's part of why I I threw out the question because, as you know, mm. I spend a lot of time watching what we do here. Yeah. So lately, <laughs> so I thought, let's see what you know what what anybody else would think, and that then, is, there we go. So yeah, it's an excellent question. Also, booking. Yeah. Also, basementbookers at gmail dot com. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ooh. that would be the best one if you want to do if more letters. Because there's yeah. like character limits and stuff like that. Yeah, like if you who knows want, what like, it's at in. now with that crazy Elon guy. Like this is probably like a year old by now, and it's like 300 characters or some such. Yeah, but like, what's he doing? Like 4,000 characters? If you're if you got the blue check. Look, we do have two very exciting topics. However, you got to do something first. There's just something we got to talk about, Richard. That's something that you specifically do here. For this segment here, fake news about real sports and entertainment, the realest sport, pro wrestling. If you know, you know. Richter is. Take it away. That's right. Thank you for that. And we're going to try and keep it as short as we can. We'll have the thing, main discussion, move on. First up, um, MJF defended Nash Carter, formerly known as Zachary Wentz, um, on Twitter this week saying, quote, he isn't an anti-Semite. I lived with him. The fact that he's not on TV right now because a girl who got caught lying about abuse couldn't handle a breakup and posted a photo of him doing something in jest is wild. When a wrestler who shall remain nameless keyed my car and called me a kike, Zachary went out of his way when everyone else turned a blind eye to check on check in on me. So he's putting himself out there, although I hate to be that guy, but... It is, it has been a bit of time since that was a topic. Yeah, I thought it was nice of MJF to stand up for a friend of his, uh, mm-hmm. despite his his gimmick as a uh, piece of crap. Yeah. Next up, uh, entering the boo-boo room, um, according to Memphis news station WMC-TV, Jerry Lawler suffered a stroke at his home earlier this week. F4WOnline.com added that he was rushed to the hospital after being found face down in the parking lot near his home. And after surgery, he was awake but felt nothing on his right on the right side of his body. While his Instagram account posted an update with good news on Thursday, saying, quote, 
Jerry had a massive stroke on Monday afternoon in Fort Myers, Florida. He's stable now in a Fort Myers hospital and is now able to walk around and groom himself. His speech is limited, but he will regain a full recovery with rehabilitation. Good news for the King uh, following this uh, scary time and speedy recovery, please. So it's confirmed he's got at least two lives. Yeah. Right? Well, he suffered a stroke in 2018 also. So, so at least three. He's got at least three lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we don't. Uh, everything's gravy, you know. Well, less gravy, I would say. You would probably want to be on a strict diet. Yeah. You know, keeping yourself away Stay from away that from again. Salt. No salt. Yeah. Right. Um, continuing with the boo-boo room, uh, Dijak suffered a broken left middle finger during his match at Vengeance Day, which he showed off on Twitter. So I don't know if it was when he blocked that uh, Wesley finisher, the... Uh, I forget. Uh, it's like the back flip Pele kick. Or if it yeah, was... I think that's the exact name. Yeah, if it was in the instruction book for the video game, it would say exactly that. Right, because uh, they haven't named it yet on TV. Or if it was something else, like in between, if it was on the previous spot where he blocked a kick, I don't know. But either way, left middle finger. We saw during the pinfall, it was not like it was. It was like like that kind of. It's like off to the side. Didn't look good. Now, how is it street justice if it's in a match? It wasn't even a street fight. I'm not splitting that hair. Yeah, I don't want to cross Dijak. He's right. He's on a mission. Yeah, I don't want to be in the way of that. His only weakness is his fingers, apparently. Uh, next up, Bray Wyatt responded to Dijak's tweet showing a similar injury to his right ring finger. What, he injure it writing poetry? Don't know. Didn't say. This guy, man. Look, if you just want to do spoken word and one-man shows, Broadway's the place for you. It doesn't have to be WWE. However, a wise man once said that wrestling can be anything. Mm-hmm. So please continue with your Shakespeare in the Park uh, Disney Plus cult leader. Hmm. That's the level of cult that you got going here. Okay? Um. I don't know if but, this is a cult or what to call. He's a, I believe he's count. His character is more so. He's less a superstar than he is a cult of personality. You know what I mean? Mm. Whatever that means. I have no idea what that means, but it sounded amazing. I got. Yeah, you like ask I was... if I know what you mean. <laughs> so if if I had said yes, I know what you mean. Would you then have asked me to explain what you mean? Welcome to the Base of Bookers podcast, everyone. There we go. <laughs> Last bit of news for now. Sonia Deville required stitches above her eye following last Saturday's live event. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. It made it look tough. All right. So credit here to WWE and their YouTube channel for allowing us without their knowledge. They haven't said we can't. And here we Damn go. It. Let's see Cody and Heyman. All right. But if we're going to pull back the curtain here. Might as well pull it back for everyone here in attendance tonight. Might as well pull it back for everybody watching at home. I want to tell a story that should be told. It should have been told a long time ago. The year was 2000. The till in my family 
had dried up a bit. Hard times became more than just the promo. Simply put, my family went broke. I didn't know any of this, did you? Yeah. Um, it was in some interview that he did. It was it might have been a talk is Jericho. It was someone it was someone's podcast mm-hmm. that I heard that story in. So it wasn't it wasn't new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a compar- compelling story. Absolutely. Um so we're gonna it's gonna continue and go mm-hmm. and you're gonna see maybe if you agree, maybe not, but I think Cody Rhodes might be nuts. You know what I mean? I think he might be crazy because um he knows mm-hmm. how to manipulate people's emotions. Yeah. Maybe the best wrestlers that could do that are sociopaths. Maybe imagine being friends with Cody. You're at a diner and he mm-hmm. convinces you to get the check. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, again, every <laughs> time you know, hard times. Isn't just a promo anymore, buddy. Yeah. And I didn't ask for extra pancakes. You did. So maybe <laughs> do the right thing. Right? <laughs> All right. All right. Let's hear the rest of the story here. Okay. $100 in a Wachovia checking account for all of us. You need a visual aid for it. My dad doing local car commercials and not for the money. Just so that he could keep the car. But then he... <laughs> He got a phone call. All right, can you pause here? What he was talking about, like his dad having to do like used car commercials or whatever, mm-hmm. it reminded me of this TV show. It was on HBO. It was called Eastbound and Down. Mm-hmm. And they there's a bit where Kenny Powers, he's a baseball player. That's the character. It's uh, James McBride. I think that's his name. And um he had done something at a used car, a used car place, mm-hmm. and the character is played by Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell is doing Nature Boy. Hmm. Okay. It's pr- it's pretty funny. So, which is funny because Nature Boy ended up here. Nature Boy ended up doing that for uh, uh, was it the General or some insurance company? Dude, I would do it too. All right, let's hear from Cody. You call them. You told them ECW was in town. You told them that Steve Carino was going to talk a little smack about him and that if he would just agree to appear on camera, if Dusty Rhodes would be on ECW, you would pay him and you would pay him well. I don't remember Dusty on ECW TV, but I, I, I... Caught a lot of my ECW later on, like after it unfolded. Unfortunately, there was a period of a time I don't know if you recall this, where it must have been some kind of ECW anniversary area or something where they were just cranking out. They were just milking the corpse of ECW for documentary content mm. on YouTube and the, the I think it was the WWE Network at the time, and I just consumed all of it. So I must, that's probably, you know what I mean? Like there was a a while where I would just listen to just nothing but wrestling podcasts and stuff like that. So I heard it on something from somewhere. All right. Now wait, something from somewhere. This right here, this, this bit, if you look right here, when I seen Heyman like there, I'm like, Cody Rhodes is a sociopath. (laughs) 
he he broke Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like making somebody laugh, like a lighthearted thing to do, breaking somebody where they're like, ah, no, mm-hmm. I broke your emotions. <laughs> I broke you. Or is he that much better than we even thought, which we thought he was the best ever? No, I think you, uh, you're conditioned and understandably that Paul Heyman is a, some, some kind of mastermind. Like the power in this is his. Mm-hmm. I think Cody might be an actual sociopath. And I think that's why AEW got mad at him. I think they figured it out. For this specific situation, guys, let's learn from the past. Let's let's be careful with this, because if we t- lean too much into this, we're going to lose the people. Mm. You don't want to turn the people on Cody before WrestleMania. Is Cody Oop. sociopath? Let us know what you think. You kept your word. In addition to the money that we sorely needed. ECW gave my father his confidence back, and I can never, ever repay you for that. Thank you very much. I feel like those cracks. Don't cry. Don't cry. (laughs) Yeah, I feel. I was say I feel like those cracks when he's talking. That's probably the hardest thing to really fake. Don't you cry no more. (laughs) So, regardless of how much of this story is true because like we know dusty did ecw saw the footage and everything like some could be a little embellished right we don't know dude it's wrestling what do you mean i know right so regardless of how much of this is true he's obviously invested like he is in the character he's in this story he's in this place emotionally right now and it's causing his voice to crack it's Gold. I, I think what's actually getting his voice to crack is that he signed in the contract to Vince that if he got the belts off Roman, he would tattoo the other side of his neck with uh, WWE related art. Hmm. Did, so, did you uh, did you read that story that the the tattoo ended up being quite a bit bigger than he expected? Yes, and that Jr. was very vocal. <laughs> Well, as, as first he was uh, very visual in simply staring at it for a whole production meeting. JR is old school, and yeah. that's just something just unthinkable for his generation, so they, I can kind of understand it. Yeah, they simply didn't have neck tattoos when JR was in his prime. No, you're you're one step away from face tattoo, Yeah, from which unless you are, are or have been referred to as the baddest man on the planet, you really can't do anything with it. It's not really working for Post Malone. It's not working for Trench, by the way, is that guy's uh, wrestling name now. Here's the thing. Yeah. Both men. I got to say, it takes a certain amount of courage to do that to your face. Certainly. At least in Post Malone's case, he's got a lot of talent. You know, that's subjective. I'm not really, I'm not good at music or anything, or anything for that matter. Mm-hmm. However, he's convinced you, enough people to buy his albums. Whether that is way or... less polite than how I was going to do it. So, but we're <laughs> going to go with that um, for the record. Mm-hmm. So, uh, post below, email in. And um, uh, that 6'9 guy, too. Look, we're old. 
Let's just yeah. uh, party so, on. Let's stick to our <laughs> strengths. And uh, stick to our strengths. Let's hear from Cody. And we turn the clocks a bit forward here. I know we don't talk about it, but before I was here, I was somewhere else causing a little bit of trouble. And from one disruptor in this sport, from one disruptor in sports entertainment in this whole world to another, you showed me the way. Thank you again. Showed me how to be a promoter, damn it. I hate the label disruptor. Yeah. It's so it's so cliche. And wrestling related, I watched the film Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, which is on Netflix because Batista's in it. Mm-hmm. And Edward Norton's character is in it. He's an Elon Musk type character. And he says that, that he's a, a disruptor and all the people, his friends, they're all disruptors. And it's, it's by the way, that movie sucks. Um, wow. That, this is not a review show. Uh, my wife enjoyed it. I did not like it. We know historically there's a difference in movie taste there. It relies too much on someone being, oh, they're dumb. Is that like the Jar Jar rule? Misa thinks so. Misa thinks so. <laughs> uh, it's a Jar Jar Binks jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Happens. All right. Here we go. Marks. <laughs> You're good. You are. Uh... You really caught me off guard on this one. I came out here to schmooze a little business with you, and uh, you, whew, you you got me personally. Hmm. Um, Paul Heyman wants to go steady with Cody Rhodes. <laughs> well, I, I, if we're going to peel it back, if we're going to shoot from the hip, let's go all the way. Um, this isn't about me and, and, and with all due respect and love and admiration and adulation, and I'll, I'll even dare say the word acknowledgement. This isn't about your dad. This is about you. This, this is about everything that you have. Okay. For. There goes Paul Heyman ready mm-hmm. to feel like he's being seduced by this young man. Just young Cody Rhodes here. Mm-hmm. He used the A word. He used the A word to acknowledgement here. Mm -hmm. And this is where the conversation takes a turn. Rich Torres. This is where the this is where the story. There's information that's here that we know, but now to make it canon in this universe, that's something entirely different. I think we could all agree on that. Definitely one point I want to make though. Later, Cody says all he wants is a wrestling championship, but everyone's trying to make it personal. Cody was the first one to make this personal. Well, it is a personal story. Right. So, Cody, you started it, buddy. You can't complain about it being personal because you went and told a personal story. If bumping into someone in a wrestling ring is akin to castrating their children and euthanizing the their fathers... That I'm thinking taking championships away, that might be very offensive to some tribal chiefs. Indeed. The bottom all the way up, out the door, back in the door, to winning the Men's Royal Rumble, to main eventing WrestleMania. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm going to do it. 
Look at my hair. Hmm. It's Dusty Rhodes hair. Yeah. Not his mama's hair. Winning WrestleMania is a whole different story. Just getting there is a long, long road. And that's your story. That That's the story that you need to finish to find out if it is a dream come true or you have to suffer the nightmare of coming just this close. That's it. Heyman planted that tiny, tiny little seed of doubt. It looks like Cody's got something in his eyes. Like here. Wet. What is that? What? what? He's got tears. <laughs> He's like, nope, 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 nope. You're not going to plant the seed of doubt. But oh, it's planted. Like, where does he go? What place does he go to here? Mentally, like, where does he go? Like, is he looking at, like, his dad? Is he looking down at him? You know? Like, what is, where do you go to get these emotions to use to propel your material? Because he went to acting classes and stuff. I'm sure they teach you crazy stuff like that. Yeah. And what with him being a sociopath, he's really into, like, the psyche of the stuff, I bet. I bet you he's got books by Sigmund Freud in his house. Probably. I bet Cody Rose is a guy that reads books. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just read, he, not, not like a Kindle, like a normal person. But like a crazy nutcase on a subway train. Right, Rich? I've moved on from books. <laughs> Out of practicality. Just takes up room. I've gone to a level beyond books. I'm on digital. All right. Whoa, uh, hold that- on a second. You can't just... That's huge. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Like- it's been so long. I think it took longer to get you... To do that, that to shave your head. That's been going on for a long time trying to Close. get you to switch to digital. Yeah. Close. Man, uh, you are you definitely evolved. Thank you. You're Rich to Riz too now. You've got to a Fair level enough. beyond Rich to Riz. Yeah. Nice time to stop it at too, by the way. All right. Two more from Heyman. Because you're not just main eventing WrestleMania, you're trying to take away from the greatest box office attraction, the greatest champion of all time, Roman Reigns. And that's no easy task for any mere mortal, but let alone someone that has no idea what it's like under that spotlight. Will you crumble under that spotlight? Will you wither under the stress? Will you self-destruct under the pressure because no one ever prepped you for that? Here we go. Baby stuff right. towards so, where he's leading. I, we're going to talk about NXT, I think, right? And the other people. Mm-hmm. That uh, benefited from the knowledge of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. And I'm not going to take anything else and whatever, but I'm just tr- trying to transform here. You dig me? You know, we got to talk about stuff here. Mm-hmm. And by um, the way, for anyone that hasn't seen this promo yet, first of all, why? Second of all, question your friends if they haven't shown this to you in the past five days. And third of all, you're welcome. So here we yeah. Mm. If there were to be a uh, professional wrestling inquisition, you would definitely be one of the best inquisitors they've ever had. Like, you would just be out there spreading the word. Yeah, like, certainly. Like, dude, did you see this promo? A friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine yesterday 
texted me, oh, I just found out I can watch WWE now on Hulu. And I said, awesome. Go to go to the WWE YouTube. There's a one-hour summary of the entire Bloodline storyline so far. Watch it. I don't know if she's watched it. I might find out tonight. I'll probably ask her. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, dude, I haven't watched it. I want to, even though I saw the whole thing. It's just, I've said it a hundred times on this podcast. I will keep saying it until uh, maybe forever. The bloodline storyline is the most compelling storyline in all of wrestling. Probably at least in the, in the last 10 years. Uh, at least within WWE. Well, right now that depends on how the execution goes for like in every movie, the third mm-hmm. act is where it makes or breaks the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the criticisms you get a lot for films is if it's great, it was pretty good, but it fell apart in the third act. I don't know if you've heard that before. I have. So because I was kind of feeling that for Friday. It just did something fell off. It's the right now, it's it, the storyline went up and up and up and up and up and up and up to, to the end of act two, beginning of act three. It came, it came down, but now we're reshifting some pieces on the chessboard, right? Yeah, we'll get to it. We're gonna talk about it. Let's get through Cody and Heyman because this is pivotal, you know, right down the road is the WWE Performance Center. And at that very Performance Center, your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped the biggest stars of this generation. Your father, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes trained and prepped Seth Rollins. Your father, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes trained and prepped Becky Lynch. Your father, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes trained and prepped Bailey. Your father, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes trained and prepped Kevin Owens. Your father, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes trained and prepped for the highest level of success, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Excellent point. Interesting he skipped, I mean, he skipped a bunch, but he skipped Charlotte. Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is a flair. Woo! And that might just anger Cody. You know, let's just... Well, he can't fight Charlotte. I would watch that. I, you know, I don't, I'd good. watch it too. I'd watch it too. That's actually pretty good. If, say, for instance, if WWE was an anime instead, and you yeah. could get away with having a man fight a woman, mm-hmm. and you edit somehow in this universe that they're at a tie, mm-hmm. and it's for the record. Somebody do that. <laughs> I feel That's like a crazy parallel universe. Yeah. So 50-50 on the idea of a WWE anime series. I think it could it could be amazing just because of the amount of things they can do in an anime that they can't do on TV. Like 
I don't know, a Mountain Dew pitch black match, right? But yeah, but I, I think it better be drawn in like a you know Japanese studio by Japanese artists. I'm not saying like animated. I mean like with the anime style. Yeah, you can go in with that. Yeah, Ma- true Mountain Dew pitch black match. All we see is their eyes. Not as bad as the actual Mountain Dew pitch black match. Right. Thank you. But um, I also feel like it could be wasted because like, what if something on the anime ends up being like a better storyline than what someone's doing on actual WWE TV. You always run that risk. It's a fantastical world. There's no way that the things that occur in the uh, animated series can occur on the actual show proper. Mm. Like you'd have to rewrite the timelines in order for Cody to have been the 15 time heavyweight champion Mm -hmm. in the first place. Mm -hmm. So he kind of looks like a little sad penguin here. Like the animal? Yeah. Okay. Like those just ways like not his lips, but like his mouth is like protruding a little. Sorry if my hand hit my mic, but yeah. I'm gonna that put, little penguin. Uh, I'm gonna put the penguin from Surf's Up on here. A- excellent. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's hear Heyman out a little more because he, he just like he's setting up for the, the big bomb for dropping the big bomb, but right now he just he said he said you know where I'm going with this, but here we are. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Will you come with me? I think he will. I think he won't have much choice. You follow the tribal chief. You follow the wise man. You know who your father didn't train and prep? Your father did not train nor prep you. As a father myself, I could counsel you that maybe, just maybe, your father wanted you to make it on your own. That's how much love he had for you. Maybe, just maybe, your father wanted you to step out from a shadow of a national monument like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. That he didn't want you to go through life as Dusty's son, but he wanted you to go through life as Cody, WrestleMania main event, the man that stopped the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Maybe. God, Cody, I can't convey in words how much I loved your father. And I can tell you straight to your face, Man, did your father love you in uh getting there? Can you imagine I'll tell you this one personally? Paul Heyman and the American Dream Dusty Rhodes holding hands, running through a field, thinking about Cody, you know. <laughs> in my last conversation with your dad. He told me. Sorry. You, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. Boom! He's in his head. He's in his head. Look at that. 
Oh, that even a sociopath can't can't not feel that. I'm gonna put that kid in there. The the from the rap battle, he's like holding his face, it's like because mm-hmm. he can't believe what he had said. Cody, oh no, he did it. Mm-hmm. That's that. Oh no, he didn't, because he's seen that look many times, mm-hmm. many times as a husband to a Brandy Rhodes, I'm sure. Where where she's oh no, he didn't to him. Mm-hmm. Powerful line. He just pissed on your shoes, Cody. Do you notice Cody's posture before he started moving? Like he was like hunched over a little bit. It was he a looked, little. He was, was channeling slight. the Viper, Rich Derez. He's a disciple of the Viper. He's getting ready to go to that place. I don't know. It was just slightly dejected. Like his, his shoulders aren't quite as squared. It's like, man, you know? I, I hope I don't get labeled uh, anti-dentite for this. It's just, but just, he did say a mean thing. About my dad. Yeah, so just a little—he's a little, just a little bit dejected, a little bit pierced by those last words. Hold right. on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, you said pierce. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's just carrying a message. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just trying to win a wrestling championship, and everybody, everybody wants to make it personal. Like I said, Cody started it. This next bit kind of torpedoes to me what he went for before we the this started, where he acknowledges the fact that there's a possibility he won't be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, that it could be Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. He does one of the things that I get annoyed at when people look past the current guy that's challenging is if, well, don't even worry about it, guys. This is what you're going to get at WrestleMania. It's like, dude, we still got Elimination Chamber. Hold up. Yeah, he treats, that, treats it as if it's like a, what are we even talking about here situation. And that's what you just did. And you're not going to pay for it, Mr. Heyman. Your boy. Roman Reigns is going to pay for it at WrestleMania when I take those titles personally. Unless Sammy takes them first. And that's what I bet. Took a second to look past that squarely little guy. Mm. But uh, due to what happened on SmackDown, I kind of feel like it is definitely heading towards that where. Roman's going to beat Sammy. I think Jay is luring Sammy into a trap. At this point, we've already experienced the whole tribal court. And we are aware that Roman Reigns does indeed watch SmackDown. Yes. So Jade has to know that this is being seen. Mm -hmm. When face of Foley, Sammy Zayn, takes on the tribal chief at Elimination Chamber... And, of course, face of Foley, Kevin Owens is going to get involved. It's Montreal. Mm-hmm. It's a Sami Zayn country. Yep. We do not know the status of the Usos, if they could get that special exception this time to be in Canada. True. So it's probably going to come down to Solo. Mm-hmm. I don't believe... That's right, the Samoan Spike himself 
Solo mm-hmm. Sokoa. And I don't believe Richter is my friend here, my brother in podcast. I think all Roman's going to need, because that's all he needed to get past Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle, was Solo. Mm-hmm. Well, in Drew's defense regarding that situation, we hadn't seen Solo yet on the main roster. We hadn't seen Solo beside the Tribal Chief. Yes, but now we know for certain mm-hmm. that the Tribal Chief is not alone. That's right. And Solo will factor in. The street champ. What about the rest should, of the bloodline stuff? Let's finish it off with mm-hmm. the defense of the tag team championships, Rich. Jimmy and Jay, they got to defend their championships against Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. You know, the new team Little Big. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, you know, you go in and you, you're you thinking, of course Jay's going to show up. Jay wouldn't leave Jimmy hanging like that. Mm-hmm. They're blood. He's his brother. Mm-hmm. And what happens? He shows up. I thought it was pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Showing up. The Knights of the Usi table. Hmm. Here to defend the Uso Penitentiary. And they did. They did that in successful fashion. I thought that was pretty cool. So, so after, quote-unquote, after the show, we saw Jimmy watching uh, the main event from backstage, right? in in the bloodline lounge and Heyman comes up and so Heyman said two things of interest the obvious one is what he said which was when he he told Jay that he wants Usos to watch to stay home and watch next week's Smackdown on TV because sometimes when you're watching on TV you see things that you don't see when you're at the show we obviously know what that was in reference that was in reference to Jay's post-match meeting with Sami Zayn. Yep, exactly. The non-obvious thing, right? The breadcrumb that he left. When Jimmy, before the match, before Jimmy, before Jay showed up, Jimmy was calling Jay Uso, right? He was on, he was on his phone calling him, leaving him a voicemail from the Bloodline Lounge, right? That last segment, Heyman said, there is no service there. That's why Heyman was outside talking to Roman Reigns and came in and said, I would have put you on the phone with him, but there's no service in here. Was Jimmy not calling Jay? Was was Jimmy faking? Well, why would Jimmy fake? Unless they got a different carrier. Clearly maybe not mentioned. Maybe Bloodline has Verizon. And Heyman has like not Verizon. He didn't get service in there. It's a little. I just I mean, hope it's. I just hope that it's because of what you said and not just something they just didn't think about. I mean, I sometimes I, we go a little bit too. Yeah, into sometimes the there. Yes, yeah. Sometimes we we dig too far and it's like, oh, they just they they missed that. Oh well. I I hope this is a little breadcrumb. You know, maybe Jimmy was faking calling. Maybe Jimmy knew. Knew had prior knowledge that Jay would be there, that he'd show up, right? I don't know. His surprise was pretty genuine. I I watched that tag team match twice. Maybe why fake a call though? I don't know, but we don't even know if it was faked. If you're gonna fake a call, why not? Why would you fake a call when you're, you're still running under the assumption that we're faking a call here? <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible, but it might not be anything. It might not be anything. 
it could it could just be a botch. But they haven't botched a lot in this storyline. Sammy said to Jay, I don't know if we're gonna if I'm gonna get talked to you like this again, but listen, I need to tell you. I acknowledge you. Jay was reluctant, but he gave him a pound at the end. It's I don't I think that's a trap for to think make Sammy think that he's on his side because like I said, Jay should already know by now everything is being seen. Yeah. Because we've already experienced this. And just it just needs to finish strong. And I feel like it's not going to. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna finish faster than it started. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Like it's gonna be an abrupt. I think it'll keep going until at least WrestleMania when it comes to if they if they do Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the tag team championships. Mm-hmm. Where I, I, I think we're both in that assumption, right? That that's gonna be that that could be it. Like that's what I keep hearing. So I think I just like hey, that sounds great. I guess. Yeah. Now the SmackDown and Raw tag titles have been defended independent of each other lately. Um, since Sammy is a SmackDown guy and Owens is a Raw guy, will it be for both tag titles? I think it's whatever they decide would want to do, which is usually the rule of championships sure. or anything in their universe for that matter. Right. I'm just trying to trying to figure out the logic and the logistics of how. Hold on a bit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Logic. I don't understand what you're trying to say here. I need logic. This. I need logic. You're talking crazy. I know. We're gonna keep it up with these logics because logic starts with an L. Soraya and um, Tony Storm are gonna just spray paint L's on Mm. you. And you're not going to like it. It's not going to come out. Like right on your forehead. I know. Like I'm doing right now. As soon as your hand moves from your forehead, there's going to be an L on it. <laughs> Great. Count on that. I know. So, Avengers Day, the first match was for the North American title, which we already covered just slightly. I just thought the announce chair spot was silly. He got locked in the announce chair with a broom. It's like... You saw how he put it in, right? Just just slide it out. It's this is not it's not particle physics. It's just and he still could have like pushed himself backwards with his feet. With his feet? Yeah, his feet. With his feet, of course, with his feet. Okay, slide backwards. Like uh like Carmella. Kinda just not as fancy and not nearly as good looking. Uh or maybe I don't know, but Wes isn't quite my type. I'm sure he's someone's type. All right. Yeah. First, first, Rich, I want to say, I know you're upset because it's the same old, same old. It's, can they do it? Can they not? Let's see if they can get along. Tag Mm -hmm. team champs, tag team champs. These two ladies are tag team champs. Yeah, like that. Yeah. They like the jingle. That's it. That's the jingle. I want to show you something, okay? All right, hold on. Hold on to your butt. All right. Well, make sure you think I'm not. Okay, so it goes from this, right? They're over mm-hmm. here. They're like, hey, how do you like your chances? And I'm like, girl, those girls, they're not even partners, but we're a real, we're a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And ain't no mountain high enough, and we're doing this, right? Yep. And then to this. Oh, 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 no. Oh, what happened? What happened? Oh, did you just lose? Did you just lose to the not family tag team? The two people that can't stand each other? 
huh? Mm-hmm. Look at that. You can't be like, what's the, that's a spicy meatball. And she's like, oh my God, my jaw. What, what, what happened? Caden's like, but she cheated. No, it doesn't matter what you think. It's only cheating if you get caught. I thought this was cool. Uh, Him. It, it was great. It reminds me of what they do with Kenny Omega over in the other place, over at AEW, mm-hmm. where all his accolades and things. Spoiler alert, it looks like we're headed towards the inevitable confrontation of Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. Yep. Just get a load of this, guys. It's going to be the last time. The last time they come out together uh, before the dark time, before the fall. Hurts my heart. It does. It does hurt. It's funny that JC Jane was the one that turned heel, mm-hmm. but she's the one that got beat. Yeah. So. Well, obviously she feels that Gigi cost her the title. Gigi was the reason she got beat. It could have been on Wednesday. Yeah. That's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just saying that here we are in NXT. What mm-hmm. a vengeance day. So, side little notes here. They apparently Thea's been kidnapped by little the rock pebble, Bam Bam, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, like, kidnapped right in front of Tiffany Stratton. She just does not care. Well, it didn't happen in the parking lot, so it's not that big of a deal. I, that, you know why? Because Jack is cleaning things up. I think Dijak Street Justice, people are not so much being kidnapped in the parking lot. Right. Just, you know, Nikita Lyons getting attacked by a phantom. He can't be everywhere all at once, Rich Torres. Guess not. And just because that phantom is Zoe Stark doesn't mean you should say that. You have no evidence. I hear Zoe's angry. She's very upset. And I can't blame her. Who could? You believe you have all the talent in the world. You're out there busting your hump. And you're not getting appreciated by a bunch of marks. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's not her fault. I'm sure if she were in the Attitude Era, she'd be cleaning up. She, she'd be the champion or something. Because she's pretty good. She's, yeah. really, she's good at wrestling. Do we have, real quick, do we have the image of Gigi after... The attack on NXT TV this week. <laughs> That's off the WWE official YouTube channel. Oh, thank God. It's only three minutes. Bailey, you would know better than anyone that there are strength in numbers. Look at damage control. They're on top of the world right now. <laughs> yes, we are. Question. I really need to think about that. Listen, this. Mm-hmm. Why in a triple threat match, which is what that was, right? Right. There's no disqualification. Mm-hmm. How did they not win? Because... Well, well, they weren't working together. They were trying to undermine each other because they each wanted to win. Well, I may, I may be at an internal war with big math mm-hmm. and little math. I know that two is more than one. Yes. So I think if they worked better as a unit, they wouldn't have this problem. Obviously, this these issues go further back than Vengeance Day. Yeah, they do, and we're going to find out. Place is an absolute shark tank. At the end of the day, I need somebody that I can trust, somebody that's going to have my back. Someone that's been through the ringer with you. Yeah. Gigi, I'm not going to lie. When I- Gigi's so much better on the mic than JC. I'm not going to lie. I feel like you should just not lie. All right. 
NGL. Not gonna say lie. It. Yeah, just say it. Just say it. How about just? Oh, JC, she's so real. She talks like a regular woman. She says, "Not gonna lie," just like a regular woman would say, "Not gonna lie." Honestly, I'm just not gonna lie here. I gotta tell you the truth. To be honest, honestly. TBH, <laughs> to be fair, I get pissed. I cut real, real deep. I aim straight for the jugular, and I can sit here and say, "Oh, I'll change," but. We know that's never going to happen. So, I mean, why even sit here and lie, right? right? No lies. But, Gigi, in all honesty, no matter what happens, you will always be my sister. Sisters hate each other sometimes. Yeah, they they get violent. Just like brothers, you know, everybody, everyone fights. It's mm-hmm. You get close enough with someone, it's going to just happen. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it doesn't. Some people just don't fight and just live their lives great. Mm-hmm. Close gears just grind. Gigi's got better hair. Definitely. Uh, I like her hair better. I don't necessarily... I just like the color. I like yeah. the, I like bright colors. Mm-hmm. You're my sister, too. You really are. Aww. And I mean, the way I see it, we have two options. We can either go our separate ways and see what happens, or we can have one more run. (laughs) One more run at the NXT Women's Tag Titles? Or... Or, no offense, Bailey, but what if we take a run at Damage Control and the WWE Women's Tag Titles? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought we were going to look at we, we, we would see like a, a sweet WrestleMania tag match with this. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. Like, what, what women's tag teams are on the main roster right now besides Damage Control? Right. Hey, remember when there was a women's tag division? Briefly. Uh, no. Right. Not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It was the iconic. No, uh, Sasha. No. Yeah, Sasha and Naomi, or Sasha and Bailey. Nikki Cross and do, no. You could you could do Nikki Cross and Piper Niven now. You could. It doesn't look like that. That's the direction they're going. I feel like if they're gonna bring anyone in, or rather, up for to face uh, damage control for the women's tag titles, it's gonna be alba fire and uh isla dawn yeah just put alba fire isla dawn nikki cross and piper niven in a faction together yes please alba fire you know and just have them all just arguing about where they have to go eat where where they want to eat like a bunch of women have to go out and they have to figure out where they gotta eat you guys come on guys guys come on on, listen we know you have like a language (laughs) asmr fetish okay Let's, let's move past it Never. I'm a man of culture. Whoa, 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 whoa. No offense taken. Don't get excited, idiots. All right. We're focusing on the now. All right. We're focusing on the now. And you guys seem like you feel Mm. a lot better thanks to me. Seems like you're on the same page. So let's bring it back, you know? Hug it out. Hug it out. Come on. I'm over here at the bakery. (laughs) Can't hide that quick. A baker's half a dozen in there. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the happy Get ready, couple, guys. Here it comes. Toxic 
attraction. Here goes the barbershop 2.0. Is that their cue? <laughs> nah, Bailey's got to move. Bailey. Oh, or Bailey moves after. Oh, super kick right to the left shoulder. Right here. <laughs> I like that JC Jane's top is an actual bra. Mm. Like, that's a bra. Not that one. I'm talking about JC Jane. Like that one might be too. They might both be in bras, but JC yeah, like I know for sure yeah. is definitely in like a bra. Okay. Yeah. So just be comfy. Hey, dude, whatever. And it's it's 2023. Like it's tame compared to what we've seen. So I thought here, this is where it gets almost uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, is she hurt? Somebody stop this. This is crazy. Why are they you're the one that got pinned. Why are you attacking her? Told you she she she's gonna say this week on NXT because it's it's her fault she got pinned. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. It's everyone's fault but mine. Mm -hmm. She she you know she tried to help her out during the match. She kept coming to her to Gigi's aid, but uh, you know Gigi wasn't returning the favor. And that's why she got pinned. Son of a gun. Oh, wow. She's like very upset and she kicked her hard. Mm -hmm. Or they, uh, that was a very convincing job that they did. And then the aftermath of that kick, I think her cheek scraped the molding here. We see that. There oh, it is. Love hurts. Ouchie. Well, this ain't ballet. She's a real tough person. She got this. Yeah. Yeah, Rich. You know what else is tough? No. It's tough to say goodbye. It is. You know, when you're having such a good time. One thing I think we will talk about next week mm -hmm. is AEW. Too much juice? Question mark. Or not enough juice? Question mark. Maybe we'll talk about that because that's like really the only kind of takeaway I got from like recently. It's was it Danielson busted open. Every Moxley match busted open. Well, what about the MJF promo? Yeah, look. It's like, oh, okay, this is uh, Katie Vick again. Okay, I have that, and we could talk about it next time if you yeah. want. But I, I, I thought we all know how I feel about MJF. I think he's a he's a talent, but it's a lot of very like, oh, it's so edgy. But mm -hmm. he, but he's still he's good. He's he's really great. So mm -hmm. anyway, like Bookerverse. Yeah. The Bookerverse is also really great. That's right. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. If you, we want to hear your thoughts, let us know. A answer the question of the day, basinbookers at gmail.com. Remind them of the question of the day, Jer. I need to throw out a question to you, the basement bookerverse. If Cody Rhodes was not cleared to participate in the 2023 Royal Rumble match, who would you have booked to win and why? So that's to the YouTube comments section. Basement Booker's Facebook page. Is there a hashtag to go with that? Hashtag no Cody. All right. Uh, so hit us up, basementbookers at gmail.com. If you have like a long form thing, and you don't want to pay $8 a month for the Twitter with the 4,000 characters, whatever it is. Judge uh, not lest ye be judge yourself. You could do it on your computer now. There you go. You <laughs> there. Basebookers, we're on Facebook uh, slash Basebookers. You can type it in, Google it, this whole thing, that whole thing. Uh, Twitter, at Basebookers, at Basebookers, at Rich the Riz. 
hit us up there also uh let's see what else basin bookers pod on the instagram is there a tiktok there's a tiktok it's no, bookers pod on tiktok now there's there a video go. there and youtube for the video version of this podcast if you want to see our two ugly mugs apple podcast google podcast podbean app spotify amazon music TuneIn plus alexa iheart radio player fm i'm just gonna say all the major and not so major podcast platform and is that all the things i think that's all the things jerry's got a parting message the match of life is scheduled for a one fall so make it count And do what the man says. Follow the booker.